Hello from CNN. I'm Krista Bowe with the five things you need to know for Thursday, October 19th. Egypt has agreed to allow up to 20 aid trucks into Gaza from the Rafah crossing. As the World Health Organization warns, the humanitarian situation there is spiraling out of control. But it's not clear how much of an impact the initial delivery will make for Gaza civilians. President Joe Biden said the Rafah crossing will only be open for aid, not for evacuations, leaving an uncertain fate for the 2.2 million people with no way out of Gaza. Anger is rising globally over Israel's siege of the enclave, as the country's military continues to bombard Gaza with airstrikes. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says his country is fighting an axis of evil led by Iran. Hamas are the new Nazis, they're the new ISIS, and we have to fight them together. He also said Israel is embarking on a long war, something that's sparking concern it could spiral into a wider regional conflict. President Joe Biden will make a pitch to the American people that funding Israel and Ukraine in their war efforts is vital to our national security in an Oval Office address tonight. That's according to two administration officials. CNN's Jeremy Diamond has more on what to expect from the president. But really, this is about the funding, a big funding request that he's about to put before Congress. He's expected to request north of $100 billion combined for both uh, supporting Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, as well as resources for the U.S. border with Mexico. And so this is about driving up public support for these various causes and also trying to connect them. It's not clear if that pitch will land. Polling on U.S. assistance to Israel has been mixed, and for Ukraine, it's waned significantly. The address also comes on the heels of Biden's wartime visit to Israel. What did that trip accomplish? Well, Biden made clear the U.S. strongly supports Israel's military in its fight against Hamas, and he helped unblock desperately needed humanitarian aid to Gaza. But he also had words of caution for Israeli forces when it comes to objectives on the ground and how they treat civilians caught in the crossfires. Another mission for Biden's visit was to tamp down tensions and deter escalation in the region. But he failed to make any immediate breakthroughs. Sources tell CNN that Congressman Jim Jordan won't be holding a third speaker vote today, as he was at risk of losing even more support. Jordan's first two tries didn't go so well, and he actually got less support in yesterday's vote than he did in Tuesday's. But the sources say Jordan isn't backing down and will continue to try to get more support. His allies say he's leaning towards supporting an attempt to give the interim speaker Patrick McHenry more power that could let him stay in place until January or until a permanent speaker is elected. His opponents aren't happy with that, though, and they want him to drop out completely. Former Trump 2020 campaign lawyer Sidney Powell has pleaded guilty to six crimes over alleged attempts to overturn the election in Georgia. Prosecutors say she reached a plea deal just one day before her trial was due to start. They say she's admitted to a number of charges including conspiracy to commit intentional interference with performance of election duties. As part of the agreement, Powell will have to testify at future trials, and she'll also have to write an apology letter to the citizens of Georgia. She's one of the 18 people charged alongside former President Donald Trump in the election subversion case, and joins bail bondsman Scott Hall, who has already pleaded guilty. The other 17 defendants, including Trump, have pleaded not guilty. Up next, why Uren Vandersloot won't likely be charged with murder, even though he confessed. It's not likely that Uren Vandersloot will be charged with murder, even though he's confessed to the 2005 killing of Alabama teenager Natalie Holloway. Vandersloot agreed to a deal with U.S. prosecutors to plead guilty to charges of extortion and wire fraud, 
and reveal everything he knew about Holloway's disappearance. Audio was released of him admitting to killing the teen with a cinder block on a beach in Aruba after she rejected his sexual advances. The statute of limitations for homicide is 12 years in Aruba, so it's probably too late for Vandersloot to be prosecuted for Holloway's death. He's been given a 20-year prison sentence for the extortion and wire fraud charges. All right, that's all for now. I'm Krista Bowe, and I'll be back at 5 p.m. with more news. Till next time. <laughs>